Hello, morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Beer Change Podcast. <clears throat> Today we're going to be talking about something that uh, I feel like a lot of people deal with. I like, I definitely deal with it to this day, and it's it's basically just lower back pain. And lower back pain, man, it's a bitch, especially when you you never really had it up until like your mid twenties or your early twenties. And then it's just like, it, it's a, it's an, it's a lingering thing that some days it's not there. Other days it is. And we're just going to talk about how you can basically fix lower back pain. And if not fix it, then manage it and keep it from reoccurring and you re-injuring your lower back and just kind of ways to help with just managing lower back pain in general so first we're going to talk about how i even got lower back pain so i got lower back pain from lifting obviously because that's how a lot of people get lower back pain is when you're doing something physical and there's a lot of variables that come into how you even get lower back pain for me Mine was strictly, I just had dog shit form. My form was awful. My technique was really bad. I ego lifted a lot when I was in my in my high school days, and it led into my, my early 20s. Because I got injured when I was about 20. I just turned 20. And how I injured it was I injured it squatting. Sadly, right? And what happened was... You have a thing called the sciatic nerve that connects to your lower back, connects to your lower spine, and it runs down both sides of your legs. And I knew it was my sciatic nerve because when I was squatting, I had really bad form back then. I never engaged my core, which is a big, big, big no-no. I used to squat with high bar. Anyone knows what that is, or if you don't know what that is, basically it's the bar placement and they call it high bar because it sits on your traps and it runs across your scapularies, which is high bar. And then low bar is it sits under your scapularies and kind of just sits in your upper back and kind of rides on your rear delts. And I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just really just lifting, I think it was two plates which is just 225, it, was, it wasn't anything crazy, but back then, like I said, I never incorporated my core, I never tightened my core, and when I went down, perfectly fine. Came up, I did probably like five, five reps, and then I took a step on my left leg, and I felt like, it, like my, my back, my lower back seized up, I felt a pinch in my lower back, it instantly shot down my left leg, and it literally felt like my whole leg went numb for like a split second. I couldn't feel a fucking thing. And then after it was just an excruciating pain. It hurt so bad. And I could barely walk. It took me out for, for like a month. I was just scared to lift. I was scared to squat. I was scared to do anything with my lower back. That in, like any kind of lift that incorporated my lower back. Like simply bending over. It just... it it. You know, I didn't, it didn't feel right. And me being naive, 
I just refused to go see a doctor. I was just like, you know what? Like, I'll be fine. My ego kicked in. I was like, no, we're not going to doctor. We're going to fix it our way, right? So took a month off, came back like an idiot, went straight to deadlifts. And I deadlifted 135, instantly pinched my lower back again. And I was just like, man, like I can't keep doing this to myself. So then I told myself, I'm going to go back to the basics and reteach myself how to lift properly, right? Because like I've said before, you're never going to be fully comfortable with how you lift. You're always looking to be better. You're always looking for perfection. You're always critiquing your own form. You have other people critiquing your form. You're always learning new things because as science grows and as your body grows, you have to incorporate different angles, different views, and then build a different mindset the older you get and the older your body becomes. So that's exactly what I did. So I'm going to I'm going to help give you guys some tips, some exercises, some tricks that I've learned throughout the years to help with my lower back pain and kind of help take a step back and really just reteach myself just the basics, right? Like, yes, it's good to lift heavy. Yes, it's, it's, it's okay to go hard in the paint all the time, go balls to the wall every time you go to the gym, but sometimes it's it's okay to take a step back and relearn the basics, right? Relearning the basics, it's it's like riding a bike, right? Once you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget, but there's always ways where you can always improve on yourself. That's basically what lifting is. There's always ways to improve yourself. So with these exercises and these stretches that I'm going to I'm going to tell you that I do in my routine have helped my lower back pain tremendously even to a point where sometimes I don't even wake up with lower back pain anymore. Now, I'm not like a doctor, not a chiropractor. By all means, if you want to go to a chiropractor and you want to try that out, please go. I did it. The only thing that I am not a fan of is when you go to a chiropractor and you get your general evaluation, they make you do like a little like test. They make you stretch in front of them. They like check out your back, check out your alignment, all that fun stuff. And then they line you. And then at the end, you get smacked with the bill. And they're like, okay, so this is the problem. This is what we're seeing. If you come to us for the next five times a week, for the next three to four years, I promise we'll fix you. And I'm just like, that didn't sit right with me because there's, there has to be a way to where I don't have to fucking cash out hundreds of dollars fix my back just to live you know and this is what i found out for stretches for your lower back well before we talk about stretches let's let's talk about how you can even fix your lower back and what variables come into why you even have lower back pain and i'm i'm just i'm still finding out new things about how your body reacts and why you even have lower back pain in general. So lower back pain, right? A lot of people think lower back pain is just from your lower back being stiff. You have weak lower back muscles. But there's a lot of things that come into play with your body, right? Especially your lower half because you use your lower half for everything. You use your legs for everything. Your legs are your strongest muscles. You push off with your legs with a lot of things especially lifting, everyday life, like you use your legs 
for everything and especially your lower back like when i first hurt my lower back i didn't realize the little things that i need my back to do like not just bending over but like bending over to pick up things right like i couldn't even pick up like a little box i couldn't bend over and pick up like a water bottle off the ground because it just gave me so much pain and <clears throat> with that being said one thing that goes overlooked that i overlooked and i just found this out like within the last year or so is having weak glutes it's funny to say right like how could your lower back muscles hurt from having weak glutes so we're talking about the gluteus maximus right that's a muscle inside your butt cheek that is connected to your lower back and then it goes down your leg and it is connected to your hamstrings so those two muscles come into play when you have lower back pain it could come from having tight glutes weak glute muscles and it could come from having tight hamstrings to having weak hamstring muscles that's just the back part of your leg right what also comes into play is your core if you have a weak core your core is one of the most essential muscles in your whole entire body because it's 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 the muscles that keep you upright it's the muscles that help your posture it's the muscles that pretty much help with strength help with your posture helps with keeping your body upright all that comes in with your core so if you if you slouch over a lot you're putting a lot of pressure on your core your core is tight you ever done abs your abs hurt and it's just pulling down on your on your on your stomach then you kind of like naturally want to like hunch over and kind of just like walk around with your with your shoulders down right what also comes into play is hip mobility hip mobility your hip flexors your it bands your pelvic movement all that stuff all these things you have to think about like if you have tight hip flexors you probably have a tight quad muscles if your quads are really tight you probably have knee pain if your calves are really tight then you probably have hamstring issues or your achilles hurts or your ankle mobility is bad there's just all these things it's like a it's like a domino effect right one thing hurts which leads to this hurting which leads to that hurting which leads to this and these exercises and these stretches will help all four of those regions of your body and those muscle groups and help with the overall picture of just being more healthy being more athletic feeling good because nothing it the older you get man like some of the shit you wake up with that just hurts and you're just like why you know like you wake up and your knee feels weird or you wake up with like your shoulder hurts because you slept on it wrong or your back hurts and it's getting old is a pain in the ass man but we're here to help with that so let's start off with just basic stretches right with the basic stretches these stretches for lower back will help out a lot some of the stretches for your lower back are going to be your where did I put them? I have a list. There they are. We found them. Okay, so some of the stretches for your lower back that I personally do 
One of them is the kneeling kneeling lounge. Lunch. Lounge. <laughs> the kneeling lunge. Jesus. So with the kneeling lunge, you want to with the benefits of the kneeling lunge is it help it opens up your hip flexors. It stretches your glutes and your hamstrings. And you just feel a really good deep stretch with this one as well. The kneeling lunge, you want to really sit back on your knee and try to drive your knee as high as possible while lowering your butt. It's hard to explain. There's a lot of videos about it, but this stretch will help with your lower back, stretching your glutes and your hamstrings as well as your hips. Opening up your hips is it's really it's really hard to do, but once you do it every day or every time you lift or just getting up in the morning and just kind of just getting your body up, getting your body moving, these are the stretches that will allow you to open up your hips, will relieve lower back pain, will relieve glute tightness and hamstring tightness. And over time you'll start to get better and you'll be able to get deeper and deeper in these stretches and it'll, it'll make you feel a lot better and you'll get your mobility back, which is huge. Another thing is lying down on your back and having your ankle over your knee. With this stretch, it's really gonna stretch your hamstrings and your glutes. So the thing you wanna do with this is you wanna keep your shoulders back and stayed on the ground. You wanna keep your upper back on the ground at all times. You don't wanna lift, your, lift up your lower back because then you're not really focusing on the stretch. And you want to take your hand and on, put your hand on your knee and kind of push down on your knee while keeping your legs straight. You want to keep your leg at a 90 degree angle and you want to be able to pull, pull down on your knee, which will allow you to get a deeper stretch. Another one of these stretches that I love doing is a pigeon pose. These are all yoga exercises and, exer and strength and stretches but they're super beneficial once you start to do them and you learn them and you do them correctly. The pigeon pose will open up your glutes, hamstrings, and your hip flexors. This stretch is amazing. It's amazing. It's a little hard to do. I would consider this more of an advanced stretch only because of the mobility that you need with both your legs and your hips. If you have tight hips, this will be very hard to do. But keep doing it and once you start to do it then you'll you'll feel a deeper stretch and it won't hurt as much another one that i like to do stretching wise is uh i'm learning about opening up your thoracic cavity if anyone knows or doesn't know about what a thoracic cavity is your thoracic cavity is basically from your rib cage up to your chest that is considered your thoracic cavity Opening up your thoracic cavity essentially opens up your, your chest, it opens up your shoulders, your lower back, your whole back because you're, you're, you're just doing a lot of things to make yourself more agile, better mobility all around. The cow to, the cow to cat pose is a very good pose that will stretch your lower back on the cow portion and on the cat portion when you lift up like a cat it's like for a cow 
the cow portion is basically you're on your hands and knees on all four and you are just pushing your hips into the ground as hard as you or into the floor as hard as you can while lifting your 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 chest up and the cat pose is you're still in the exact same position but you're taking your upper back and you're rounding it out like a cat have you ever seen a cat they, they start hissing there and they like kind of like hunch up like that like they're about ready to fight and shit's about to go down that's the pose that you're trying to get that pose will open up your shoulders your thoracic cavity your upper back and your lower back another one that i like to do it's the bend over scapular retraction this one's a little bit harder for me just because I have a lot of chest tightness and if you have a lot of chest tightness doing this twisting motion and trying to reach and get your your shoulders and your chest to be perpendicular with the floor it's a little hard to do um, I'm still learning how to do it but like I said everything you do and the more you do it the better you'll get at it, it takes time takes time repetition repetition practice makes perfect another one that i like to do is the seated forward bend the seated forward bend i typically do this with a foam roller just because i get a little bit of elevation and a deeper stretch off the ground the seated forward bend is i, I it's not really seated for me you're on all fours again and your foam roller you can even you don't have to do it with the foam roller basically you're putting your arms all the way out and you're going to flatten out and you're gonna stretch your lats push out and then you're gonna tuck your head under your arms hard to explain there's videos about it but this will open up your thoracic cavity as well as your lower back your lats if you have tight lats this will help if you have tight shoulders this will help as well and just getting a very good all-around stretch now with these stretches you can start incorporating all these stretches into different variations that fit your body type your muscle uh, your muscular like form if that makes sense basically just do whatever you can that doesn't hurt you like you never want to do a stretch that hurts you want to do a stretch where you feel the stretch but doesn't doesn't compromise you and, and kind of leads to injury if that makes sense you never want to do anything that could potentially hurt you because you always want to we're doing these exercises and these stretches to help us out you know you never want to put yourself in any kind of danger where you're going to injure yourself that's that's a huge no-no that's something that we don't want to do that's just stretches without foam rolling i'm a huge foam roller if anyone is familiar with foam rolling basically a foam roller is it's a foam cylinder that's long and hard and it's its main job is to just break down your muscle fibers and get in a deep stretch deep muscle breakdown it's like getting a very uh strong deep tissue massage except you're doing it yourself you know so with the foam roller you want to foam roll your lats your upper back the thing that i like to do for my upper back and, and also opening up my thoracic cavity is putting the foam roller right in the mid back to upper back 
and then kind of just allowing my shoulders to fall all the way down into the ground and lay my head on the ground as well and kind of just stretch my arms and try to stretch my arms as far back as I can to get a very good night like a very good arch in my posture open up my thoracic cavity stretch my lower back my upper back my shoulders and my chest that one is probably one of my favorites so you just want to roll and you want to when you're rolling you don't just want to just like do the motion you kind of want to like push your body weight into the foam roller as you're rolling out because you want to really get get in there nice and deep very nice and deep like to really target your muscles so you can do your lower back you do both hamstrings your you could do it unilateral bilateral same thing with your quads and then also your glutes so you really want to focus on stretching your glutes because like we said before if you have tight glutes that'll basically it'll really like flare up your your lower back pain the, the reason why the glutes are kind of a it's a it's a tricky muscle because it's a smaller muscle that we don't really think about but it is very crucial to making like strength strength gains for your lower body because if you have tight glutes and you have tight hamstrings and you have tight hip flexors and you have a tight core basically what a, a tight muscle is is when your muscle isn't elongated it'll pull down on itself and when your muscle tightens and it pulls down on itself it also pulls all of the surrounding muscles down with it so with your glutes being connected to your lower back if your glutes are tight it'll pull down on your lower back and it'll start to flare up and really make your lower back very agitated and very overworked because it has to compensate for the tightness of your glutes same thing with your hamstrings your glutes are connected to your hamstrings if your hamstrings are tight it'll start to pull on your glute which will start to pull on your lower back same thing with your calves right your ca if you have tight calves it'll start to pull on your ankle pull on your achilles tendon and then it'll lead to like knee issues stuff like that same thing with your quads if you have tight quads it'll pull it'll pull on your hip flexors it'll also be very hard to to stiffen out and stand upright if you have tight quads and it'll go down to your knees stuff like that all the tendons and ligaments in your knees will start to feel tight huge no no you want to make sure you're very you're nice and stretched you're agile all that fun stuff. so that's just a stretching portion these stretches you should be doing each you should either be doing every day or you should be doing them as many times as you can when you work out or just whenever you don't feel well i highly recommend doing them every day i do these stretches every day no matter what body part i'm hitting i just want to make sure my body feels good because when you're doing compound movements you use all the muscles in your body so if you're going to be using all the muscles in your body you might as well make sure all your muscles in your body are nice stretch loose and you have blood flow going to these muscles that's another reason why like deep tissue massages are huge or foam rolling is huge is because when you're breaking down these muscle fibers you're allowing to destroy the the, the scar tissue opening up the scar tissue allowing blood flow to go back into it basically just allows 
more oxygen to get to your muscles because your blood carries oxygen and if new blood is introduced into your muscle it is oxygen which is what you need you need new muscles you need new oxygen you need new blood you need all that stuff so those are just the stretches now we're going to be talking about the exercises to help with your lower back strengthen your lower back muscles strengthen your core muscles strengthen your hamstrings and your quads all that fun stuff so some of the i want to talk about core because i don't even do core but like i need to do it it's it's i hate doing it because it just hurts so much but core exercises are huge because it it allows you to better yourself in all the other lifts like especially compound lifts and any type of standing lift because you need your core to stabilize you same thing with compound movements you need your core to stabilize you your core is a huge part of doing anything some of the core exercises some advanced ones are hanging leg raises the reason why hanging leg, ra hanging leg raises are more advanced is because you need a strong core to eliminate your sway if you're doing leg raises and you keep swaying back and forth you're you're just swinging and you're not really targeting your abs if you're struggling on doing hanging leg raises and you can't stop yourself from swaying or you don't have a buddy or some or a wall to stop you from swinging then i highly recommend doing lying leg raises these lying leg raises or hanging leg raises really target all portions of your abs highly recommend doing them you don't need to do a lot of core exercises or core reps or a lot of sets because your core is a smaller portion of your body and they will get very fatigued super quickly if you don't do them so really focus on just doing as many as you can and then work up to doing more reps and more sets the better your abs become and the better adjusted and feeling you get when you start to do them. So for now, if you're not strong with core, do a lot of lying and seated core stuff, core exercises. So for if we're, if we're gonna be doing lying leg raises, right? You could also do lying leg raise holds. The holds are essentially, it's basically like a plank, but you're on your back. You want to make sure your feet are six feet off the ground, six feet off the ground, six inches off the ground, and you want to hold it for 30 seconds. If you can go for more, go for more. Also, you want to do incorporate some Russian twists. Russian twists are you're seated, your legs are off the ground, and you're just twisting, whether it's just your body weight or you do it weighted. Same thing with crunches. You do lying crunches, seated crunches, uh, hanging leg raise crunches, and then you also do planks, both sides. You do planks, forwards, forward planks where you're on all fours, and then you do side planks where you're holding off of one arm and you're just throwing the other arm up in the air. Those, those core exercises, find out what's good for you, find out what rep range is good for you, find out what how many seconds you can hold and then also push yourself because the stronger your core is the more your lifts will will go up with it a really good strong core is 
lot better than not even having a core at all. You don't want to neglect any muscle group when you're trying to better yourself. Because that'll create muscle imbalances, that'll create more issues when you're trying to do stuff. Because if your core stabilizers are not there and you're trying to lift heavy, you will start to injure yourself strictly because you just are not up to par with certain parts of your body. So that's for core. Now we're going to go on to leg movements and leg and, and exercises that incorporate both your lower back and your back muscles and your leg muscles. So for your lower back, it's a little, I like doing lower back exercises, but I have such a weak lower back that it just, it hurts. But these are some of the lower back exercises you can do. We just talked about deadlifts and the risk versus reward of deadlifts, but deadlifts are very essential for building strength in general, building thickness and mass in your back and in your legs. If you are new to deadlifts, focus on your technique and low weight. Low weight and technique is a lot better than lifting heavy with shit form. This will allow you to strengthen your lower back, strengthen your glute muscles, and your hamstrings. Also, it helps with grip strength, your shoulders, and your core. Deadlifts is a huge thing to work on. Never completely eliminate it from your exercises or your routine, but definitely do them. If you don't like doing deadlifts or you just don't feel it in the right area, you don't feel it in the targeted muscles that you're trying to target, then do rack pulls. Rack pulls is just the top part of a deadlift lift. It'll put more tension on your lower, on your hamstrings and glutes, as well as your lower back, because the top part of your deadlift, it goes from being a leg push movement to a pull movement. That's basically what a deadlift is. The bottom part of a deadlift is a push, and the top part of a deadlift is a pull works both your lower lower half and your upper half. Lower back, upper back, hamstrings, glutes, calves, all that. Rack pulls, same thing. Now there's a machine called the glute extension hyperextension. Um sometimes they'll there's different variations of it. There's one variation where it stops at your hip. Um, you've probably seen them in your gym. There's also ones where they're more of a lying position where you, you lie on it and your upper half is dangling and it stops at your hip as well. Do those weighted just to get the movement down, the exercise down, the technique down. And then if you want to, you can definitely move up to weighted. The good thing about weighted is that it adds more thickness and more mass than just doing body weight. Yes, body weight is good, calisthenics are good, but at a certain point, there's only so much you can do and only so much your muscle will grow without actually putting through tension on your lower back and growth on your lower back. The other thing that is really good with your 
hamstrings, glutes, and your lower back are Romanian deadlifts. Romanian deadlifts, it's a tough exercise if you don't do it correctly. You want to do, you want to keep as much tension as you can on your hamstrings and then in the, in, on the lower half of the pull. And when you're pulling, you want to, at the top part, you want to squeeze hip thrust and squeeze your glutes. There's videos on how to do this properly. Highly recommend watching everything that I'm talking about. There's loads of video, loads of articles, loads of, of strength websites, exercising websites that will tell you how to do these things, but I recommend you go and physically do them yourself so you can actually feel what I'm talking about or feel what you're reading or feel what you're seeing. These things will help out tremendously. Romanian deadlifts are huge. You can do them with barbell or you can do them with dumbbell. The main difference between the two is dumbbell is more of an isolation movement where you are going to not rely on having, you're not going to rely on, on one side feet of being more dominant than the other. They're by themselves and it's on you to keep them moving at the same same portion. You'll feel a little bit different doing Romanian deadlifts. You'll feel more of a, uh, for dumbbells, you'll feel more of an isolated movement. You might feel it more in your hamstrings, which is good. With barbells, you might feel a little bit more in your back just because of the consistent weight pulling down on you, like gravity working against you. Basic physics, right? Those are the main two things you'll feel the difference in between the two. Now, what will strengthen strictly your lower back and your back as a whole is any rowing movement. To grow a good, thick back and strengthen your lower back muscles is the row. You can either do this standing or seated. Seated typically will be on a machine. Standing, you can do dumbbell, a cable machine, or... If you have a row, there are rowing machines that are standard. There's standing machines very likely where you see them in your gym. You'll mainly see more seated stuff. Do these with proper form. Watch videos. Do them yourself. Go try them out. And you really want to focus on a good squeeze, good mind-muscle connection, good contraction. And you want to focus on knowing that it's not just your whole back you're focusing on you want to focus on your lower back as well so the last thing we're going to talk about is your glutes glutes is a very underutilized machine or not machine very under underutilized muscle because some people just don't know how to properly hit it or just don't hit it in general we've talked about the glutes and some of these exercises that I just talked about will incorporate your glutes, like doing deadlifts. There's two different types of deadlifts you can do. There are, is what's called conventional and sumo. Conventional deadlifts will pull more on your, your glutes and your lower back and your hamstrings, whereas sumo will be predominantly focusing on more of your hamstrings in your lower back. For the glutes, another thing that is really good on glutes is your back squat. 
regardless of what positioning your bar placement is, you will still hit your 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 glutes regardless. That's just how the movement is. That's how it will be. It'll be putting a lot of focus on your hamstrings. Not really so much your quads because if you want to hit quads, you'd hit front squats. Um, it'll be putting on your calves, hamstrings, glutes, and then your back and core just to stabilize and hold the weight. For kickbacks, I love doing kickbacks. They're one of the best ways to isolate and target your glutes. You can do cable kickbacks and they also have machine kickbacks. Or if you don't have any of those or you don't want to do any of those, you can just do regular standing assisted kickbacks. And what that means is you just stand, you hold onto a bar in front of you. Um, you could do this in a studio, yoga studio, um, any type of like weight holding places, dumbbell racks, any type of racks, any, any, just basically any bar you can hold onto. Just hold on to it and kick back. Make sure you're looking around you and you're not kicking anybody walking by. Um, but just do those. One thing that I also love doing too, and you'll be very surprised at how much how much you can actually load on the bar or load on the machine, is hip thrusts. Hip thrusts are very, very beneficial. They're beneficial in strengthening your calves strengthening your hip flexors strengthening your core strengthening your lower back your glutes hamstrings an amazing and amazing movement if you do it properly so with hip thrusts you can do hip thrusts with your body weight what a hip thrust is basically it's you're you're sitting on the ground and when you hip thrust you want the top part of your port the top portion of your back to be rested on something like a bench, um, a, uh, they have like the little jumping, like uh, elevated boxes that you can use. Um, you and you don't even have to have your back elevated. You could just be rested on the ground and just hit, thrust your hips in the air. If you want to do weighted, you can. If you want to do just body weight, you can. Highly recommend doing weighted, just because you want to grow thickness and grow your muscular endurance and muscle mass to just overall benefit your body. Um, doing these is very, very, very good. I love doing them. I don't do them often, um, but I highly recommend doing them. Last thing we're gonna talk about is kettlebell. The kettlebell, I feel like sometimes, man, you can get an amazing, an amazing workout with kettlebells. You don't need a lot. You don't need to go super heavy on kettlebell, kettlebells, kettlebells, kettlebells. Just, just even doing something with 10 kilograms, um, 20 kilograms, maybe 25 kilograms if you're really trying to get crazy. And uh, just doing kettlebell swings, doing kettlebell presses, doing lunges, side lunges. There's so many things you do with kettlebells. You can do, you can do front squats, goblet squats are really great for incorporating your lower half and strengthening your lower half and your, and your back and your lower back. There's just so many variations of kettlebell exercises you can do. The only thing that I don't like about kettlebells 
is sometimes they're just kilograms. It, it's hard to do the to do the calculations in your brain sometimes. If no one knows how to do the calculations in kettlebells, it's basically any time it's basically 2.2 times the kilogram is in is the conversion for pounds. So if it's like 10 kilograms, you do 2.2 times 10, which is equivalent to like 25 pounds, I think. Let me let me do the calculations on my uh my trusty iPhone over here, huh? 2.2 times 10 is 22 pounds. Wow, it's way off. But hey, you know what? Like 22 to 22 pounds is a lot. But we could just say 25. It sounds way better and you sound a lot stronger. So kettlebell swings, please do them. Hard to do. Got to get the movement down. Got to get the technique down. But I really recommend doing them. So all in all, just to fix your lower back pain, there is a shit shit ton of stuff you have to you have to think about and it's things that when i'm going through this i'm still going through the lower back journey i'm still going through the lower back stretches i'm still going through all these all these trials and tribulations of things that i need to do strengthen my back and i want to help tell you guys how to how to fix your lower back and if not fix it manage it make it better and just overall push through and and help overall daily life, right? Because having a fucked up back, man. I've thrown my back out a couple times and it takes you out. Like you don't even want to do anything. There was a time where uh I hurt my lower back. I hurt my lower back and I have allergies, right? So uh man, I would I I was outside and there was a whole bunch of pollen everywhere and, and I had a lower back and I sneezed. And when I sneezed, I tensed up and I tweaked my back and I couldn't even like, I like bent over to sneeze and I stood up and I couldn't because I had a kink in my back. Or you like, you have a lower back injury and you start and someone makes you laugh a lot and it's like one of those like gut-wrenching laughs where you're just like tensing up and you're just laughing a lot and you're having a good time and then you remember that your lower back hurts and it reminds you, right? And it's just fucking... Pain in the ass, pain in the ass to deal with. But I hope these exercises help. I hope my tips help. I hope that you'll incorporate some of these stretches, some of these exercises in your daily routine, in your workout routine. And yeah, so have a great day and I'll catch you guys in the next one.